It's Saturday, October 22nd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th, 2021 Capitol riot issued a subpoena Friday to Donald Trump demanding documents and testimony, setting the stage for a tense standoff between lawmakers and the former president heading into the midterm elections. The subpoena demands that Mr. Trump produce phone records, text messages, and other documents by November 4th and appear on November 14th for deposition testimony under oath in Washington or by video conference. Election day is November 8th, when voting finishes and races nationwide to determine control of the House and Senate. The panel took the step as it wraps up its investigation into Mr. Trump's actions surrounding the Capitol riot. It is also probing his efforts to get state and federal officials, as well as his own vice president, to block President Biden's win based on claims of a stolen election. A lawyer who represents Mr. Trump said the subpoena will be reviewed while criticizing the committee for its public release. In other news, a federal appeals court late Friday issued an administrative stay temporarily blocking President Biden's plan to cancel billions of dollars in federal student loans, throwing the program into limbo just days after people began applying for loan forgiveness. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals issued the stay while it considers a motion from six Republican-led states to block the program. The stay ordered the Biden administration not to act on the program while it considers the appeal. It's unclear what the decision means for the 22 million borrowers who already applied for the relief. The Biden administration had promised not to clear any debt before October 23rd as it battled the legal challenges, but the soonest it was expected to begin erasing debt was mid-November. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre encouraged borrowers to continue to apply for the relief saying the court's temporary order did not prevent applications or the review of applications. Around the world, Giorgia Maloney was sworn in as Italy's prime minister today, assuming power at the helm of a coalition already beset by internal squabbles over Rome's position toward Moscow. A staunch Atlanticist, Miss Maloney has said her government will be steadfast in its support for Ukraine and in its opposition to Russia's war on that country. Cracks in her right-wing alliance began to appear even before her government was sworn in when former Premier Silvio Berlusconi, a junior coalition member, was recorded defending Russian President Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. In response, Ms. Maloney said adherence to a pro-Western foreign policy was a requirement for belonging to her government. Ms. Maloney, whose party won the biggest share of the vote in last month's parliamentary elections, succeeds Mario Draghi as Italy's head of government and becomes the country's first female prime minister. Back in the West, Hurricane Roslyn moved off Mexico's Pacific coast Friday night with forecasters predicting a weekend landfall between the resorts of Puerto Vallarta and Mazatlan. The U.S. National Hurricane Center said Roslyn became a Category 1 hurricane in the evening and its maximum sustained winds increased to 85 miles per hour late Friday. The storm was centered about 255 miles south of Cabo Corrientes, the point of land jutting into the Pacific south of Puerto Vallarta and moving west-northwest at 7 miles per hour. Forecasters said Roslyn could become a strong Category 2 hurricane before curving northward Saturday, brushing Cabo Corrientes and then reaching the coast Saturday night or early Sunday. And... 
Pfizer will charge $110 for a dose of its COVID-19 vaccine once the U.S. government stops buying the shots. Pfizer executives said the commercial pricing for adult doses could start early next year, depending on when the government phases out its program of buying and distributing the shots. The drugmaker said it expects that people with private health insurance or coverage through public programs like Medicare or Medicaid will pay nothing. The Affordable Care Act requires insurers to cover many recommended vaccines without charging any out-of-pocket expenses. The announced price would make the two-dose vaccine more expensive for cash-paying customers than annual flu shots. Those can range in price from around $50 to $95, depending on the type, according to CVS Health. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.